The British Isles Family History Society of Greater Ottawa have had recently had their annual conference and one of the great things about this conference is it brings together a lot of resources and people who are involved in helping people for resources relating to family history in what is a rich area in the Ottawa Valley for the Irish and Scottish communities particularly and John Smith is here with um, the Arnprior and McNabb Brayside Archives. John, thanks a million for agreeing to have a oh, good chat. Well. You're very welcome. Um, the Arnpire McNabb Archives um, provided and funded by the municipality out there and other sources? Yes, that's right. So, uh, um, is there a, a large collection of archives out there? Yeah, quite large. We uh, have uh, a lot of stuff that is uh, local related. We have all the land records for Renfrew County. Going region. back how far, approximately? Uh, Probably mid-1800s. Yeah, mid-1800s. Yeah. yeah. We um, have a lot of, uh, of our material put on disc. Okay. Uh, which are available for sale at the archives. Okay. Uh, we have uh, census and cemetery records for all the cemeteries. In, in, in our, the municipality? In, yeah, right. in our area. And we have community organization records uh, from various ones. So that would have been like, what would have been the Legion and uh, maybe um, uh, kind of various sporting organizations or? Yeah, it, it varies, but we do have a quite a bit of material. We just recently got some photos from the band uh, that's been around for about 50 years called the Spirit of 67. Okay. And we have uh, photos from those group. Right. Uh, we have a lot of private donations that were given to us uh, by various people for various reasons. So when you mention private donations, one of the, the things many of us now experience is that we probably have books or libraries that um, we have gathered over the years and with the changing generations, a lot of times our children don't necessarily want them. It's not so much so the books, it's the actual documents that we, okay. are, we are after. Yeah. So anybody who may have stuff in their attic or in their basement, yeah. um, that if it's of any historical significance at all, at all um, this is a resource and, uh, that you would yeah. welcome. We also have... Um, or, uh, municipal records too. Okay. From the uh, municipalities there. So that would include, of course, probably um, land taxes and. Yeah, various municipal records. Empire uh, and the library site. Right, right. Okay. So you have an archive, uh, an archivist out there that is available as a resource also. Yeah, she's there three days a week, and we also have uh, volunteers that are in every afternoon from one to three thirty. Okay. Uh, so somebody, if somebody is, is working their way back and they've found a family name and they've found it within the area, there is somebody that they can go and sit down, chat with, and oh, get and a little be, bit of help. I'd be very glad to help you. Okay. They're, they're very, there's a wonderful archive space there. Right, right. And, uh, Where physically are you guys located then? We're underneath the library, in the basement of the library, at... Uh, 21 Matawaska Street. In, in our prime. Yeah, right downtown. It's, uh, you know, the library is quite visible and we're in the basement. Right. So, the area around Arnprior, there's various um, clusters of what would have been families. Um, would Arnprior have been predominantly Scottish or would it have been predominantly Irish or what would they? There's a lot of both. Okay. You know, uh, one of the uh, major... Uh, 
startups for Iron Prior was the logging. Right. Uh, in Iron Prior alone, there were, let's see, four lumber mills. Huge, okay. Huge lumber mills. And these, of course, would have been in the early 1800s. Yeah, probably. up until about the 1930s or so. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of them, uh, the McLaughlin lumber mills, uh, had 900 employees in the 20s and early 30s. Which is huge. It is. Like that's yeah. literally kind of supporting close to probably 3,000 people. Uh, at least that, yeah. yeah. Downtown Empire had seven major hotels at that time. And now? Uh, there's one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's not even downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in many ways, they, they, this, uh, these what were vibrant, mm-hmm. and they were not rural communities at yeah. that time. They were vi- vi- vibrant uh, centers of population. One interesting thing: uh, most of the mass for the British Armada came out of the Ottawa Valley. Right. You know, they were floated down the river to Quebec yeah. City. Right. They were loaded on sailing ships to go to back to Britain, and most of their tall mass came. From and what, well, what trees, what would have been the, the predominant? Uh, pine. Pine. So up the valley, the, the, the pines were growing tall and straight and yeah. strong. Highly in demand. Right, right. I see. Um, any other particular things about up that area that um, are outstanding? Uh, well, the whole Renfrew County is really outstanding. Uh, there's a huge Polish right. area up around Milko. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of uh, lot of Scots, a lot of Irish, a lot of English. There's quite a few Germans too. Right, right. And uh, it was a very uh, industrial town. Okay, okay. But John, I noticed there's people starting to circulate, so I want to thank you for taking a few minutes. It's been great having a chat, and thank you very much indeed. The Ottawa Stake Family History Centre is on Prince Wales Drive, and Shirley Ann Pipit Finch is here to tell us what do you guys, what resources are available, what do you do? Tell me a little bit about the centre. Well, welcome. We are a family history centre here in Ottawa and we have resources from all around the world where people can come and research their family history. So we have uh, been collecting family history information for over 100 years mm-hmm. and we open up our resources to the public and help them with one-on-one assistance in our family history center to help them get started doing their family history. Okay. Often we're like the first place where people come to come and visit right. to get started and we kind of point them in the right direction so they they're going to get a good start. So in your database off the top of your head would you have any idea how many entries exist in your database at this stage after 100 years? It's in the billions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well right now we um, have a Granite Mountain record vault with over 3.5 million rolls of microfilm and over 700,000 microfiche and uh, we've entered a partnership with Ancestry okay. and they are digitizing our vault right okay. now and it's going to be completed by 2020 and in the meantime between now and then we have a rapid digital production of those records going on 
our main website, which is called FamilySearch.org. Okay. And people can access these records as they're being digitized through our Family Search catalog. Now, one of the things with your website is I know it, it encourages you and allows you to uh, develop your family tree. Yes, we have um, a resource called Family Tree on Family Search. Yeah. And right now there are over a billion individual profiles that people have uploaded into Family Tree. Right. So it is a massive resource in itself. And people have attached photographs and documents, stories, and you'd be interested in this, even audio files about their ancestors. So it's a uh, it's a great resource. Because I know I have I have started that process and I occasionally get an email ask suggesting that some other record may have relevance on my file um, and I go in to do uh, the comparisons so I find that interesting so uh, how long has the centre been open here in Ottawa? It's been open since 1980 okay. and we've been uh, collecting uh, records locally here in our centre um, and I'd say they are records that are for the Ottawa Valley like okay. parish registers for um, different small towns in the Ottawa Valley and including Ottawa as well. Um, so there's a different collection that you'll find in any family history center where you go around the world. Okay. And a really good tip for travelers is to always look at the Family Search Wiki okay. and type in the name of the Family History Center you want to visit. Okay. And there'll be information about that center on our Family Search Wiki. Okay. So the data that you would have been able to gather locally that <coughs> was then in any way digitized, that would be available around the rest of the world. But what is exclusive to here would be what is not yet digitized, but maybe in some form of hard copy. Uh, we have um, microfilms and microfiche okay. that are from our main collection that cover this geographic area. Okay. Plus we have a collection of books right. in, in our family history center that are on the subject of family history. Right. So if somebody comes out to you then, you mentioned that there's resources, human resources available to help one-to-one -one and guide through. Is there a cost associated with this? No, everything is free. That okay. is the beauty of Family Search. Okay. Everything is free. And as a matter of fact, when people come to visit any family history center uh, that is equipped with computers, they can have access to over 13 premium genealogy subscription websites that they normally would have to pay for it okay. at home. Okay. So they can access uh, a plethora of subscription websites at our computers in a family history center, like Ancestry.com, yeah. Find My Past, etc. Okay. So Shirley, and then within the center itself, if, if on a busy day, how many people could possibly sit down and do research? Like, um, would Are you able to accommodate, say, 10 people at the same time, or would you need to, somebody need to make an appointment? Uh, it would probably be wise to make an appointment. I think it would be good to make an appointment. It's not necessary. I think a lot of research now is done from the armchair at home. Yes. And so we're not seeing as much walk-in traffic as we have in the past. Okay. So I think can call and make an appointment. Uh, we have a website that they can look at, which is uh, ottawasteakfhc.on.ca. Okay. And uh, that shows our hours of operation. Okay. But um, I would say come on down and come visit our center because 
because uh, we have a, a little computer lab and it's usually not too overcrowded. Uh, Wednesday mornings we do have a family history classes that okay. are uh, registered in advance. Yep. So that wouldn't be a good time, but any other time would be good. <laughs> when we're open it's good to come indeed. down. Indeed. Well, Shirley, and thank you very much indeed. It's been great chatting with you and great getting the information. And do you want to give out the website again? Yes, it's Ottawa State, so it's S-T-A-K-E, F-H-C dot O-N dot C-A. Thank you very much indeed. And Heather Boucherash is up from Sarnia with the Ontario Genealogy, Genealogical Society uh, with a display of books, which has an interesting background as to where some of these books came from, and they may actually have, be of interest to someone who's listening. This collection of books, some of them, were, you, you, they were being culled. Yes, culled. Well, first of all, Heather, welcome and thanks for agreeing for a bit Thank of a chat. Thank you very much for talking to me. So tell me about some of what you have here today and uh, what, what is available. Well, the, the, there are uh, several here that are on the table. These are the ones that have not been claimed, but there were a lot that were claimed. Uh, the, uh, the OGS library uh, in Toronto was moved a few years ago from the North York Public Library to the uh, uh, Toronto Reference Library, and there was less shelf space and um, redundant books, duplicate books, um, old books that were deemed of no further interest. So these were uh, put in boxes and put in a storage locker, and I happened to be there for another purpose and saw this, and what, well, what are these books? They look pretty good. Um, so uh, I uh, took them, made a trip to Toronto from Sarnia on a bad day, picked them all up, filled my car completely, um, double layers in the car, and and filled the trunk, took them back home, sorted them, organized them, um, and put out the call to the OGS members. Do the, did they anybody want any of these? Right. So that's got I've gone through that twice now, and as you see here, this is the final uh, box um, uh, where um, the names are on the. Uh, uh, I sorted the box according to how I thought best that people would would uh, should be getting them, and um, uh, they're here ready for people to be picking up and um, still, but, uh, so you catalogued them and then exactly. put them out yeah. so some of what we're looking at on the table were these part of the collection here they certainly were so, so like I'm looking at naval pensioners of the United States 1800 to 1851 yes. Bermuda settlers of the 17th century and then we have tracing your Dublin ancestors there's also tracing Irish ancestors um, uh, Bornish Ontario 1849 to 1999 um, then uh, we have the Hamiltons, 100 Fascinating Lives. Uh, so a lot of interesting stuff in search of army ancestry. Uh, and in search, uh, then there's a book of Sunset, a history of Central Frontenac Township. So a, a wide range of stuff. That's right. Uh, th th that's why this is an ideal um, opportunity to, to introduce them to the public because th there are so many different topics available that it's hard really to, to organize them, to, to send them out. But people can have a look and see if there's something that just might spark their interest. And right. these leftover books I'm selling for $5 a piece, whether they're big or small. Right. And uh, uh, there have been uh, several that have been sold, and people are very pleased. And delighted to get yes. them. I know.
I know because the thing about books of course is that um, for somebody who is looking for a book and <laughs> they find it it's a needle in a haystack and that's it's exactly right yes yeah, yeah, it is it is it's, it's fascinating if anybody is interested and is trying to find what you may have available or should any more come available and you get more boxes yes. where might they find you the best way is to go to the OGS website right. that is www.ogs.on.ca yeah. and uh, um, there's a uh, place to search yeah. for a topic and uh, they should they should uh, look at that also if they want to become a member and they are not a member now that's the place to go and the, you can uh, register online and by becoming a member what it's doing is bringing people together into a network where they potentially are able to throw out a piece of straw into the wind and someone picks it up and says that's what I've been looking for we're connected that's exactly right but also uh, OGS is being very uh, not aggressive but assertive but assertive is the, is the word in trying to promote um, uh, the benefits of membership okay and uh, reduced uh, fees for memberships in other uh, search engines on the internet okay um, find my past for example and um, making things more uh, easier for the uh, members right. and um, enhancing our uh, persona now you're not just based in one location it's an, it's an Ontario wide organization that's right in fact here's a map and of course you can't see this on the radio but no. there is an Ontario map so it's bro broken down into four different colors or well there's right. five I see because the white is, is also down here yes. so there's central east northwest and upper tier municipalities yes yeah, so we're up in Parry Sound Nipissing Sudbury we're quite north but yeah. on the map of uh, back of this uh, there is a listing of the uh, various branches and the special interest groups that we have um, these are all o OGS and this I believe is available on the website it will be on the website if, as if well I'm not, sure if it's not I will mention it and it will be put on the yes. website because it's a very useful well it is the, the links to all the various um, special interest groups is very important I see the Palatines here the Irish Palatines has a special interest group and uh, there's an Iron Special Interest Group uh, and uh, getting into various areas then of like Essex County, Huron County, Lambton County, so uh, Perth, uh, Ottawa. Um, so that would tie into some of the migrations locally of people Certainly. and more local knowledge. Certainly. Indeed. Well, Heather, it's been a pleasure chatting and thank you very much indeed. And it's been very informative and uh, hopefully you con continue to find treasure troves. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. I enjoyed it also. <laughs>